0: Welcome to episode 83 of the TorontoGamingDose.com podcast. I'm your host, Steve, the main dude behind Uh Joining all the way from London is uh, Brett. Yo, what's up? See you got now- a sexy voice on today? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's always the sexy voice. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's a little one. sexier. It's like 20% sexier today. Yeah, I thought I'd bring it
2: up
0: an extra sexy notch. <laughs> <laughs> and that other sexy voice you hear is Dan from Oakville. Hey! That uh, <laughs> That's not got my sexy voice <laughs> on, too. And uh, <laughs> special, special guest today, uh, we got Gil and Steve from... <laughs>
2: no,
0: Gil and Sean. Gil and Sean.
3: Hello. That was, that was my
1: fault. I called Sean Steve earlier, and now it's stuck. No. Sorry, Sean. It's
3: okay. Don't I've, worry I, about I, I, I've become Steve now. Uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> this,
4: this is Gail. And, over and uh, here. this is Sean. It's good to be on this uh, podcast. Cool. Thanks for joining. Yeah, us. Man. You, you guys
0: are uh, from Bit, Bit Block Games, right?
4: Uh, we're Bitter Block Games, which is kind of a little pseudo studio. But right now, I think it's just bitter. Yeah, it's, it's
3: just Bit Dash R. Yeah, we're going with uh, B- Bitter Block oh, nice. was a a pseudo studio. Created at George Brown College with the rest of the post grad students for the game design course It was it was part of the program that we we had to run our class like it was a studio So we mm. had to think of a name had to look up uh, Domains yeah. and make oh, a logo and all, all, all that.
4: that all that legal jazz whatever.
2: That's cool. Yeah. I like Bitter.
4: Yeah, uh, I ju- we just literally took two words out of like a hat of just full of paper full of words and one
3: was bitter and one was blocker and like eh, okay let's do it <laughs> that, that process was how. we came up with like a bajillion names until we figure one out and I was like okay I'll let's go yeah. with this one so yeah
0: that's us bitter block. now just the two of us I guess <laughs>
3: okay. and you guys
0: are working on uh, Trampanic yes Trampanic do you want to give your uh, a pitch for the game
4: yeah, sure. So Trampanic is a, a mobile sort of platform type of game where you have to direct a streetcar through the streets of Toronto, left or right, in order to pick up people and drop them off at stations. And so the goal of the game is to try to get as many points as you can before
3: the time runs out. It's as simple as that. Mm. It's, very, it's very simple, casual, inspired. Um, by obviously the the TTC, uh, the city of Toronto. The entire game is its art direction is is very pixel art, but every asset is Torontonian. Is like the the buildings, the uh, the trash cans. Yeah, the, yeah we the got a car, of course. We got a back taxis in there and police cars.
4: It's pretty sweet. That's cool.
1: So do you have do you guys have to do anything special? You know, uh, in terms of sort of veiling those things so that they kind of are inspired by Toronto, but aren't, like, you know, (laughs) ripping off any IPs or anything like that?
4: We haven't quite worried about it. We just sort of went with it, and we figured, you know, if that does become a problem, I mean, we're just a student project, and it's uh, free advertising as far as we're concerned.
3: Also, things we we took into consideration um, when uh, designing the entire game visually, Mm Um, is that we, we tried in the game to not reference, like, oh, this is the TTC street card. We're not actually using the straight-up logo. It's a logo inspired by it. So right, if you look totally. them next to each other, like, they look similar, but they're not a direct representation of it. And we've gotten in contact with people from the TTC, and their feedback is mostly positive. They look at it as like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. That is interesting. Um, yeah, without- 100%. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's super awesome. We have yet to hear from, from them. It's like, you guys got to drop that. I was like, oh, oh
1: sorry. No. Like, I could totally see, you know, especially just sort of being homegrown, to, you know, that the TTC would be kind of interested in something like that. Like, that, that's great. It's Like you said, good publicity, good uh, advertising, all the rest of it. Um, it's not so much the TTC. I was just kind of curious, like, you know, are there any other sort of, you know, like that Harvey's on the corner or something like that, like none of that kind of stuff is in there? Like, uh, other landmarks?
4: Yeah, so, um... One of the things we did add into our game, uh, in hopes... Just to sort of... For a, Just to mem- uh, commemorate, uh... We have, uh, Honest Eds in our game. Uh, oh, cool. So we have a, yeah, we have a, a big block where you can see the Honest Eds building. Um, cool. and... You know, um... In terms of whether or not we'll get into trouble with that, again, it's the same sort of... Same thing, you know, uh... Free advertisement, and just... It's just like, a what is it? What's the word? We're just homage? Co- uh, yeah. yeah.
1: That's an homage,
4: really. Yeah, an homage to Honest Ads, and you know, it's closing, and so we thought, hey, you know, without Honest Ads or any other landmark building in there, it would just look like any typical city, and we, you know, we want to really sort of situate it in Toronto. And,
3: and not only that, it was it was also a game design thing. What was our more of a level design issue, where we we realized that the the game looked very nice, but some some players wouldn't exactly know distances between. The two stations because right now the the game you have mm. two stations where you can drop people off it doesn't matter which one you get the points anyway there's one at the beginning of the level there's one at the end of the level and you can go back and forth as you wish mm-hmm. so we realized that players that were kind of in the middle they, they didn't know which station was closer to them so to combat that we we added two little things to it first we added a minimap to the game that allows people to say okay so there's a station at the end a station there and here's my position in the game and we thought it would be important to have uh, like a landmark of some sort for players to look at and say, okay, this is the middle of the map. And we just joined the idea, of, Well, wh- why don't we take something that's very well known in Toronto? And uh, since I'm not far around here, Sean was the one who was like, What honestly that? and honest super cool. Like we should totally do on this. I was like, okay, if you can say so. I'll go with it, man. I mean, it's just fun. It was just fun to draw anyway. So I thought, hey, let's just do it. Let's do it. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah, that's a great landmark actually to pick. 'Cause it's so Toronto centric, you know. Obviously other things that are sort of synonymous to Toronto, like the skyline you know, see yeah. a tower, all the rest of it, like that's you know, and then having other landmarks in there is a great idea. I mean, I think that that's part of what would make something like that fun for a Torontonian to kind of spend some good time with, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, we've we've had like so many we have taken the game around to a lot of different places. Uh, we had the the level up showcase last year, uh uh, DJ Fast, George Brown's your End Show, we took at to TCAF as well, uh, and everybody that comes and checks out the game, they, they've been of, of all ages, of um, uh, just everything, everyone, has played the game, and they just freak out, I was like, is that the TTC? Is that on his ads? Oh my god, it's, it's yeah. so cool, so cool. I was like, yeah! So, that's why so i are going,
4: going for
3: yeah, You gotta hit there.
1: the right chord with that kind of a thing. Better be careful, or yeah. Boston's gonna call you up, and they're gonna ask you to make one for the T, and then New York's gonna call you up for their subway station. Exactly oh, that would be, that was, all over the world.
4: That's that's uh that's how it's designed. The game is easily skinnable. So even if it, you know, it's uh for whatever reason we're not allowed to use like, you know, T D C likenesses whatsoever. We can always change up the streetcar or even like set in like San Francisco. Like it's it's that easy, just because we made sure that the gameplay at its core is like super simple so that we can change the visual aesthetic to it to match any city.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting to me. I have a lot of questions about that kind of stuff, you know. That's, uh, uh, like, like, for instance, I mean, it's kind of. You could just sort of do parody stuff, too, right? Like stuff that kind of harkens to something, but it's, like, slightly different, a little askew, whatever, but, but you kind of know what it means. Yeah. Parody, satire, whatever, you know, if there's something that. Because uh, that's that's legal, anyway.
4: Yeah, and, you, and you know, the game is uh, already. Um We try to put a lot of charm into it and Mm -hmm. just sort of make it sort of wacky, especially with uh, some of the mechanics in the game. So it's obviously, like, it's a very casual game and obviously not akin to real life at all. It looks Um, great.
1: It looks like a lot of fun.
4: Yeah, we wanted to make sure that it was, like, you know, something really fun and and people seem to really like and laugh at it. It's really cool.
1: Cool. Somebody else jump
0: in here. Do this. <laughs> just, just yeah, you're, no, you're knocking out of the park for the interview. I'm, I'm jumping <laughs> <Yeah>. off now.
2: <laughs> Dan's finally doing something.
0: When uh, when do you guys? I, I think I think I wrote it in the article, but when do you guys think you'll uh, release and and what platforms and stuff like that?
3: So we we decided that we we're gonna have a release of the game in September. Exactly what day we don't quite know yet because we we're working on some new stuff that we want to add to the game. Um, the, the builds we've been taking around have been just a single level, which is the honest ads level. It's the, it's the default vanilla one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we realized that people would play it and find it interesting, but they wouldn't play it for too long or they wouldn't want to come back to it. And I was like, well, that's, that is not like the, the mark of a, of a fun, interesting game. So h- how can we give them more stuff to do? How can we give them uh, more replayability? And we decided on adding a map generation mechanic to the game where every time you hit play, you are taking to a short, medium or long level that it generates with the art assets different places in Toronto for you to, you know, play as much as you want. Yeah. So essentially, we've just been working
4: on that this summer. Um, we're trying to get it done at least before September so that, you know, when it's released, there's going to be at least some procedural content that people can play with and hopefully play for a bit longer and maybe something that we can sort of keep updating on
3: yeah and we um with the scheduling that we looked at we said well september a september release is definitely in the plans like we can definitely do it we just mm-hmm. don't know if it's going to be early september or late september um, dep- it basically depends on how good uh, our programmers are <laughs> and they are they are fantastic they've been doing like really good work i checked out a build of the game yesterday and it's generating things like very nicely uh, there are some glitches here and there like some some layers aren't working properly and some stuff is, is like, it's glitches here and there. It comes with map generation. And like one more thing is I think uh, releasing in September is really
4: good because one of the earliest things uh, when it came to this game's design is obviously you have to think about your target audience. Um, and our main target audience is commuters—people who have to travel to and fro either on a streetcar, on the subway, or on the bus. And what better time than to sort of get our game out there and market it than September, when people have to start, you know, going to school or you know start going to work after they're done with their summer. Right. Mm-hmm. So September is definitely like our our main sort of date.
3: Cool. And uh, not only that, but we uh, will be showing uh trampanic at the uh, CNE. Coming on the twenty fifth to the twenty seventh, which is the gaming garage. CNE's like first gaming garage. I, I think nice. that's yeah, that's their deal. Yeah, we, we were able to like get on there. I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Let's talk to them. They uh, they came by during the DigiFest. and looked at the games. Like, oh, this would be great to have there. It's and I Kind been, of perfect uh, for it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We we've been in contact with the people from from the CNE for I feel like two months now, and we got confirmation of the thing like a couple uh, like about a month ago. But we 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 needed to confirm that we had all the tools necessary to take it to the CNE, and yeah, no, the confirmation we're going to be there twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty seventh of August.
4: So we'll see how it goes because I know some people are using uh they're doing the bit bizarre, but we're doing the Gaming Garage. So I'm kind of wondering, you know, what the differences are going to be.
0: Yeah, I didn't actually know that there was. I thought the because I I heard a while ago that CNE was going to have like a gaming section for the first time. <clears throat> and then I heard about Bitbizarre, and I thought they were just one and the same. But
3: now, it yeah, it's it's weird because if you uh, w- we checked the the Bitbizarre b- uh, part, um, I don't believe we're in there. Um, and when you check their website for if you want to apply your game to be there, they they it's a cost of like two hundred dollars, but it's free if you have like CNY admission tickets. Um, by by then we we were like knee deep into the the CNY process, I'm like, well, let us, let's just go with that one. Uh, I think they're going to be at the same time at the same location, which is the CNE, but I don't think they're going to be in the same hall. Now right, that might right. be the difference.
0: Yeah, I know. I know it's the same weekend, um, but I wouldn't know. Pa- I wouldn't know past that. I'd,
3: yeah, still, that's pretty the sweet. The more that, like, Toronto
0: <coughs> gaming representation, the better, I guess. eh? yeah,
3: yeah. absolutely. The more, the more, the better, right?
0: Yeah, totally. It's sweet that they're doing a gaming garage. So, um.
3: Uh, no, yeah, that's, that's that's really cool.
4: They they're noticing us. Yes,
3: it's <laughs> working, and it's 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 fun that um we um we had a little little story about the the e thing. Uh, they requested the people going to the game. Uh, sorry, people showing anything like working at the C&E, had to go to an uh, accessibility info session. So I I went because I I love that stuff. Um, and Sean was said, no, you stay here and you work. I'll go that. <laughs> that's fine <laughs> for me. Um, it's I'll a perfect. It's back. a perfect deal. So I went there, and it was also great because I had not been to the scene. I, I've been here in Toronto since um, au- late August last year, so I, I didn't get to see the scene at all. Oh,
1: wow.
3: uh, yeah. And um, now that now that I'm, I'm gonna be there showing something, it's like oh, this is gonna be the great opportunity. And I got there, and I'm I'm going around. I was like, holy cow! Like this place looks so much fun. I kind of don't kinda want to <laughs> work. I kind of want to go around. Like, all, all sorts of, fit. I have not seen, like, something of that size, like, a bunch of, uh, tents and, and stuff, and, like, uh, games and toys. I'm like, oh my god, I just want to, like, walk around. It's kind uh, a- of, so,
1: so you came straight from Brazil?
3: Yeah, I came here straight from Brazil. Wow, man.
1: That's yeah, awesome. I'm sorry, Steve, what were you going to say? I was just,
0: I was just talking about how awesome the CNE is, because I was there yeah. yesterday, and just how big and massive it is, and, like,
3: <clears throat> it's so massive.
0: There's, there's it, so I, much food too, like go hungry cuz there there's so much there. There's like the weird shit like you can get deep fried crickets this year or something like that. And like Deep fried crickets? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think yeah. Deep, so, <laughs> They always there's always like a new deep fried something. And and they use there was like deep fried Oreos like a few years ago and now they've just like upped their game to just, mm-hmm. just get weirder I think there's like deep fried spaghetti balls somewhere um oh, <laughs> wow so that sounds pretty good there's just like a lot of food like yesterday I had like a shawarma like poutine thing oh, it was, yeah it was just it was ridiculous so sorry go I, hard. I,
1: go I got a buddy who buys all his clothes at the CNE like every year
0: yeah, <laughs> he goes to the t- C A
1: D and he just buys it. but he goes like to the super cheap section where you can get a shirt for like three dollars.
0: Yeah, and, they uh, open that big warehouse and they just every like uh company just like sells their like old uh out of style stock and super cheap.
1: Well, this stuff like was, I don't know what it was made out of, man, or how it was dyed, but I remember I went with him, and I was like, oh, I'll buy this blue shirt. It was kind of nice. It fit me. And mm-hmm. then uh, I went to get a massage one day, or I was like, going to a chiropractor or something like that, and he just put his hands on my back for like just a couple of minutes as he's working on me, and his hands turned blue from the ink in the shirt, and it was like the <laughs> most embarrassing thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm not buying my clothes at the C&E anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Tell me more about the massage,
1: though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was getting an adjustment.
3: Was it a good chiropractor?
1: <laughs> was the massage good?
4: Yeah, recommended.
1: It was, it was a chiropractor. It was an adjustment, but I don't do chiropractors anymore.
2: Yeah, chiropractors
1: are a scam, bro. Scam, bro. Um, I got another question about the game, actually. So, in terms of the scope, um, like... How are are there a lot of street names that we would recognize that somebody from Toronto would be like? Oh, if I go one more street, I'll hit John or I'll hit Queen or whatever.
4: So we didn't. We're not recreating the the city to like a T. Mm We we essentially made it so that um it's the game is just made up of these blocks of just like commercial or residential sort of housing. Um, The only thing that's going to really be noticeable about what street you're on is just those landmarks like that honest ed building I told you about.
2: Mm. Otherwise,
4: it's kind of up to the player's interpretation, Uh, you know, whether they want to think, hey, I'm on Bathurst or hey, I'm on Spadina. Um, but no, there isn't any particular streets or anything. That's that's just something, that's the thing about map generation, right? You're just sort of generating a street and sort of giving the sense that, hey, you're in Toronto somewhere.
3: We, we so, talked about the, that possibility uh, a while ago, um, but we, we thought we were like, wait a minute, build, we're going to build... That amount of art assets, yeah. like anyway, right. because like the the amount of art was going to be put in the amount of art that needed to be generated mm-hmm. was going to be about the same, and we thought, well with that. Like how many levels could we potentially do? We would need like a lot of landmark places to indicate like oh you're you're in Queen, you're at Bathurst, yeah, uh, you are at like Lakeshore. Uh, I was like, well, um, let's let's try the map generation first, um, and then later down the line we can revisit the idea. Uh, it would be see, like, probably
1: better for replayability if it was just randomly generated as opposed yeah. to
3: Yeah, yeah, that was also another factor.
1: Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. I
3: mean,
4: what I always wanted to do was like have almost like the subway map and that's like your level selection. Yeah. So like each subway or each stop you go to or whatever or something mm-hmm. like that, if it has like a streetcar route on it or whatever, you just like that's where you choose your level. And then, like, you just play that street, but, you know, due to resources and time and, you know, we're just students, uh, this is as much as uh, we can sort of get.
3: So, so the, the game was originally done. Uh, this, actually, this is uh, good to, to put it into perspective, uh, the, the development of the game. But it was done as a college project uh, that we, at the uh, George Brown game design course, in the first term, we just make a bunch of prototypes every week. We're given that it, it's just a weekly jam. They give us a mm-hmm. theme, they say, okay, this is your theme, run with it, make as many as you can, and mm-hmm. if there's something we find interesting, we can take that further ahead. If not, we just kill the idea there and there. So we, we made like a bunch of prototypes, but Trampanic was one of the games that stood out, and we said, well, this, this can be continued. So it moved on for the next terms until we took it to level up, and then we finished that part of the course and entered the thesis. And Sean here uh, he was working on something else at the time for his thesis but also working on trampanic and as time went on we we looked as like well the like, trampanic, trampanic is more yeah. fun this is uh, <laughs> this is this is
4: going places, and this other thing is too experimental, so I just dropped it. Um,
1: yeah, you just recognized something special in what you had
3: there, right?
4: Yeah, and just the amount of work we've already put in, like, I'm not going to abandon
3: it. Yeah, so. and uh, so he took that on as, as his thesis, and I was like, well, I mean, I would love to still produce this game, so I'll continue that on while also working on my other thesis. Yeah. Um, so we, we took that on forward, but... It was still all done using resources from the college. Our programmers—they are interns from the college system. They have this system where we we quote unquote hire undergrads to work for us. Uh, but now we are—we're graduating. We, we we graduated, technically speaking. Technically, yeah, yeah. Like this week was the last was the last week. We clean up the The room where we don't have any anywhere else to work anymore. We're like talking in like a a, a spare computer right now instead yeah. of our office. <laughs> so, yeah. We got we 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 got a favor from our coordinators. Like, can we can we just can we get in there just like just to record a podcast with those guys? Yeah yeah.
1: So <laughs> that's awesome, shout man. Shane Brown's great. George Brown's awesome, man. I've spent a little bit of time in that building and a few jams and whatnot, and I yeah, remember when yeah. I first started working with 13 a.m., they had an office. They had a dedicated yeah. space for them there for a little while, and it was,
3: uh, yeah, it was, a, it's a special place. Yeah, we're, we're in that little space. that they were, We know them.
4: <laughs> yeah, 13 a.m. is like the poster child of the game design program here. So literally, uh, whenever students come in, they're like, oh, yeah, 13 a.m., right? Like that, mm-hmm. you know, you could be 13 a.m., you know? Um, so, uh, you know, but we, we meet with them every, like all the time. And we always, uh, sort of hang out. They've given us feedback on Trampanic playing
3: of times. And yeah, so oh, sure. that's, that's, yeah, the thing, that's, the thing. We, that's the thing we have the, the, the next groups I got to have. It's like, wait, no, we met the poster child. Like, we, we, we went out with them at beer together. Mm. <laughs> we, uh, we play games. They yeah. gave us feedback. You guys are not getting that. We did it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. laughs> We're not gonna brag, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, tease the, the next, yeah. the next people because right. I'm. That's just why I'm.
0: <laughs> um, but awesome. Uh, everything was awesome. So, just to kind of, before we kind of jump into the other news and stuff like that, can you guys maybe just talk about uh, like what kind of games, what kind of gamers you guys are? Like, do you guys play on consoles? Do you play on phones mostly? On on PC. Kind okay of, what's maybe what's what's your like favorite game of all time just to get some discussion going
4: well uh I'm pc master race oh okay. uh, sorry um but no um, Do you
1: have to um apologize? one
4: of my uh, <laughs> I'm Canadian <you> know, sorry <laughs> um, but um one of my favorite games I guess is hotline Miami I just love that game <laughs> uh the amount of adrenaline I get from it and I take a I take a lot from its uh you know um from its art style. Uh, and just simplicity of it, mm-hmm. but I have been uh, me and Gil here. Uh, I hate I'm gonna do it I'm gonna say it me and Gil here uh, have been playing mobile games specifically tiny rails Brett. we have been playing oh, a lot nice. of tiny rails. Thank you and uh, <laughs> Tiny rails actually, uh, you know a bit of an influence. I would say on a bit on campaign <laughs> at least Absolutely. later in
3: development I what so it was funny that he started playing tiny rails with uh, another classmate of ours and I I looked at it and I was like, "Wow, that looks oh okay. So I got I okay, yeah, no, I got to play that now." Cuz I was like, oh, "It's yeah. it's pixel art, it's mobile, it's it's got to do with train. Okay, now I got to play it." Yeah. And I started playing it. Uh, I was I was checking out the competition because that's what I do. Um, yeah. but <laughs> I, I started playing it and I was like, "Oh, this is like really really fun." Well, he was looking at art. I was looking at how the game how the game was designed the interaction mm-hmm. of the the player, how you draw the player back. Uh, the the way you guys like have the diamond system and everything. It's like, I, yeah. I thought that was also, also, that was awesome. I was trying to say also awesome, but. Yeah, also awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I had to drop it uh, for technical reasons and work reasons. Yeah. For, first of all, th- the phone I had was shit, like mm. really bad. So constantly I'd be like, watch this ad and get like five diamonds. All right, I'll do it. i watch the ad, the game would close and I wouldn't get the diamond. So I would watch like right. five ads for one prize. I, like, I, I can't do this anymore. It's too harrowing, and also it was it was getting in the way of my work. I was getting addicted. I was playing way too much.
4: So one more thing, I guess, before Gil states his favorite game. Um, uh, but yeah, like the map generation was kind of we. I when playing um, Tiny Rails, it looks procedurally generated in terms of the backgrounds, mm-hmm. and so that was something that heavily influenced. And also, just wanted to say, I made fan art of, of uh, Tiny Rails. I made.
2: I was the one that made that go train. Oh, Um, nice! Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah, the Go Train is actually going to happen eventually. Oh, sweet! I can't
4: wait! I can't wait! That's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be putting like probably the Via Rail in uh, the Go Train, and I've been lobbying for the TTC uh, (laughs) subway as well.
3: Yeah, awesome! I'd love to see that. That'd be awesome. So, what's your favorite game? Well, uh, I uh, I tend to like games that involve um interesting worlds and mechanics. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge sucker for lore, so Dark, Dark Souls is one of my favorite games of all times. Darkest Dungeon as well. Uh, although I watch that game more than I play it because I don't want to stress myself out. <laughs> um, I recently—I I play mostly PC games out of uh, out of necessity because I was only able to bring my PC with me. Uh, so that's that's all I get to play. Um, it, although there are a bunch of console games I would die, it's like oh god, I would love to play that. Um, recently I beat a uh, Doom uh, single-player campaign. Ah, doom. Nice. Uh, it was so good. It was so good. I was like, I'm going to do 100% of, this, of, the, of the... I got everything. I got, like, all the upgrades, all the weapons, all the runes, all the collectibles, everything. Oh,
1: <laughs> wow. That's doom, a time man. commitment. Nice.
3: It was a t- I, I was like, every weekend, I would play, like, a single level a day. So, it was, like, Saturday, I'll play one level. And I would spend, like, two hours on that one level, just searching everything. And I would always... I would always not find one secret, so I had to look it up, and it was always the same one. It was always the the classic maps. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can't find these; they're so <laughs> hidden. I was like, oh god,
0: I want to <laughs> play Doom again. Though. <laughs> yeah, that, that new Doom game was so freaking good. Oh, ah. So good. <laughs> Have you guys jumped in back into it since they did the six point six six update?
3: No. Oh yeah, no. that that's the one I played. Really? So. Yeah, I played when it was released, so I I, I don't know about this update. I I, I played because when the when they released the 6.66 update, they also released all the, the deals and everything for for free for yeah. whoever had the game. Wow, really? Yeah, and when they did that, they also put the game up for like 50% off. I was like, well, so I, now I got to do it. Now, now I got to right. do it. I'll just, I can't, yeah, I'll I just can't.
4: lose my social life for a month. No big deal.
3: <laughs> it was the money that was the problem. I was like, ah. <laughs> Okay, okay. A couple noodles for, for the entire week.
0: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, awesome. So... Check out Trampanic, Panic uh, coming soon. If you're going to the CNE next weekend, you can go to the Gaming Garage and uh, play that. And sounds like probably like 50 or 60 other games that will be there. Um, and is it it's coming in for mobile? Is it is it both iOS and Android or just Android or? Yeah, so
3: we're we're only doing an Android release at the moment yeah. uh, for for financial reasons. Um, we we looked into the the, re- the possible releases. We wanted to do iOS and Android at the same time. Um, but iOS was much more expensive than Android. I was like, well, wait, let's do Android first, see where it takes us, and then look into an iOS release a couple of months down the line yeah. and see what we can do with that, uh, especially because a lot of people have been asking us, hey, is this game going to be out? Is this game going to be out? It's like, well, we're going to do Android. And like, ah, but I have an iPhone. Yeah. So. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. We've always considered also the
4: possibility of maybe browser-based, but for now, we're just working towards Android. One step at
3: a time.
1: Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, you'll make it happen. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: going to play it too. I'm excited. You're excited.
0: <laughs> uh, awesome. Thanks for, and, and thanks for coming on uh, early morning. For those who don't know, when we record, it's it's like nine, well, it, it starts at 9.30 on Sunday, so it's always kind of a tough yeah. time to, uh, get people up there's always at least one person who's like a little late and that was me this week so
1: these guys are like in prime energy mode, yeah you man. guys
0: yeah you guys must have taken a shot of espresso or something <laughs>
3: is we're just
1: like we're just like a typical sunday morning for us just like but, but, i'm, but I'm but literally also, laying in bed right now <laughs>
3: There's also the fact that you guys, you guys have been doing the podcast for a while, so it's kind like, well, you're, you're already used to it. This is the second podcast we've been on, um, and I was like, yes, this is so much fun, but it's, I'm also, like, super energetic. You know, our, yeah, our it's game, fun to talk
1: to guys like you, too, man. It's awesome. It's nice to see the, the energy and people really into their product, you know? I'm excited to play it.
3: Yeah, I you mean... guys
1: got me excited about this.
4: The game is built off our passion, and, you know, we're more than happy to talk about it, you know? So, no, it, it's great that, you know, we, you guys uh, allowed us to come on this podcast and talk about it. And we're not going to be lazily, sl- you know, sleepily talking about it. We're going to be super <laughs> amped. Okay.
0: Hey, hey, yeah, Trampanic, I guess. Oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll be out, I guess. Uh, we'll we should go to Hype Time, then. Hey. Hype Time! Hype have Time! Um, we already hyped up Trampanic Panic pretty well, but Brett, do you want to just yeah. talk about Game Dead <laughs> Uh, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. You know, uh, He's out. we already talked about the gaming garage and stuff at CNE. So if if you can make it to the CNE, it's I think you just get it's just part of it, right? So if you get a CNE admission, yeah. like you you get into it. It's not a spec. It's not like a separate thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. So um, that's next weekend. I think a general admission's like twenty
3: bucks. I think what I saw uh, yesterday a single day admission. I think it's fourteen. I, I was there the other day, and I saw like the prices. I, I think it was fourteen. I'm not entirely sure, but like check out the you can buy like single day, three days, six day, nine days, and eighteen. Yeah, we went to the oh. the Argo's game yesterday, and with the
0: Argo with the Argo tickets, you get free access as well. So nice. uh, I don't know if there's Argo's game either Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but if there is, you probably get mm. free access then too. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I am ready to talk about game dev drinks now. Right. I had to pull it up. That's
2: fine. Go, go so, ahead. Game dev drinks, yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do it. I'm going. Killing to it. Game dev drinks. <laughs> Yeah, August, uh, August 23rd, which is next week, uh, Wednesday. We're having a uh, Creative Bytes come, at Creative Bytes Studios, the guys who did the Embers of Miram or whatever that game's called. Oh, yeah. great! Yeah, they'll be down. Um, so it's at 7:30 uh, p.m on the second floor the show usually starts at like eight or the talk usually starts at eight. so show up just show up. It's actually like we we're actually like half capacity right now so it's a lot of a lot of interest for this one. Oh so, of people who who even purchase I didn't because I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm plan on going but I'm, I didn't buy a ticket or whatever or. yeah well you don't have to buy tickets free but just like looking at I put 50 tickets up just to see we're already at half so it's uh, it's gonna be a big a good one. Nice.
3: Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm going to. I want. I want to see. I want to see what what it's all about. Now, now that I don't have to work until like late every day, I was like, wow, mm. now I can actually go and meet people. Can I? Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, can I have whole...
4: an event? Is that cool? Yeah, sure. of course. Yeah, sure. Um, I uh, I think uh, I'm gonna be doing a favor for someone here. Um, bonus stage. Uh, event I've been going to for the past few months and it's a it's a really great place for like students or just like local game devs in Toronto to meet up. It's almost like a, a smaller version of Toronto and happens every third Tuesday or every second Tuesday. I think it's every second Tuesdays. Um, yes. So yeah, I guess look forward to that and uh, they always do five minute talks and um, and it's just anyone can volunteer for them. Whether you want to talk about your experiences or if you have any tips or tricks you'd like to share, it's uh, it's open mic. So you're more than happy to sort of register for that. So look out for that. With like, yeah, um, either look up Bonus Stage or look up EPlay Mingle, and uh, yeah, it uh, it takes place now in this sort of new um, place called Power Up Bar. Uh, which is like a gaming bar. They have a lot of cool gaming systems, and uh, you can play Rumbo there and everything. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Actually,
0: that that uh, that gamer bar is, is is pretty cool. That's the one that's like in the basement and, and uh, has like the blue yeah. lights and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one. like white
4: and blue, and it looks very uh, very spacey. I very, guess. Yeah, Tron like and stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, it is the second Tuesday. Second Tuesday.
0: Alright, good,
4: good. Every month,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I keep meaning to go to that one, and, and I just, I, I just always forget. Like, I always kind of find they out. We also about never it.
1: mention it too. We should, we should mention that more because that, that is a great, that's a great idea.
4: Yeah, I, uh, I've gone to it and and talked at it twice now, and you know, I'm not going to stop. I'm going
3: to keep going. It's a really good event.
1: Yeah, man. Great. So,
3: yeah. Cool. Just go, cool. Go go to go to <laughs> bonus age, Go to Game Dev Drinks. Go to go to everything. Just just go yeah. everything. Just go to all of these events, meet meet devs. talk make, to people who make games, it's Make fun. friends. Yeah. <laughs> make, make friends, it's good. Yeah.
1: yeah, the community is really nice and accepting and, uh, you know, I go to Game Dev Drinks a bunch, I've been to Toronto a couple times, and it's always been a good time, it's always yeah. been great.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think the game community is incredibly chill, so. It's
0: nice. Just have a beer. Yep. Uh, special shout out to patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash Devs to uh, help out fund the site. Special shout out to Pierre at Makama Sound, who is a special uh, sponsor of the site, uh, as well as Brian, Devin, Craig, Gene, Tabby, M5 Games, Gigi, Renault, Jeff, Lindsay, Tyler, Gala, Dan, Brian, Ben, Stephen Lee, Toby, Dan, Chris, and Aaron. Uh, you can also go to charminggamedevs.com slash freelancers contractors to see if there's anyone that. Might want to help out with uh, your special game dev project if you're looking for freelancers, uh, including Jake Bunnell, Lindsey Gallant, Gala Hassan, Craig Morrow, Dan Rodriguez, Devin Wearsema, and Brian Yoon, who uh, are also patrons, so they get special shout out. So, oh yeah, get last names up in there. <laughs> yeah, from from a, a suggestion from a patron who, so it kind of makes sense. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, anything else? Anyone wants to hip up any last events or anything like that? Is there any game? Jam- I haven't heard of a game jam in a while. I know P- the Peterborough one happened uh, a few months mm-hmm. ago. Um, but I maybe Ludum Dare is doing something. Wh- wh- who's- who, sir? Ludum Dare.
4: So you you talk about Ludum Dare? Well, okay. Ah, well, I don't know. I think we just passed a Ludum Dare. Uh, you guys know Ludum Dare, right? Uh,
1: actually, I- yes, I've I've heard of it it's, on and off.
4: It's like an online sort of game jam so i guess for mm. sort of like global but it's it's pretty well known like you know not used to do Ludum dares a lot um yeah it's just like your typical almost like your global game jam you got your themes and stuff like mm. that you to go and make your games but uh they also have a competitive thing so you know you got 48 hours to sort of make something to try to compete and win stuff um but yeah Ludum dare is a pretty typical uh, game jam i think they're they're well into their like 40s, not like the 40th game yep. jam they've had. They've they so. had
3: the the 39th edition was July 28th to 31st. So we we did indeed pass that. And I don't know how frequently they do. it. I don't know if they do it like every, if there's a. If there's a uh, a time to it, if they do like every two months or something, or if it's right. just like randomly done, it's pretty common. But you know, if you're looking for a game jam and there
4: isn't one happening locally in Toronto or in Hamilton or wherever, you know, uh, look for a uh, you know
3: look for Ludum Dare. Maybe they'll have something coming up that you can you know prepare for. All you gotta do is go to like ludumdare.com dot com and like you get to their website and it shows you if they have it. Like the they had they have also the mini Ludum Dares. So the previous one was co op jam. Co-op oh, oh, nice, yeah, sweet.
1: L U D U M. L U D U M.
3: There, yeah. Um,
1: what about Ham Jam? When's Ham Jam coming back?
2: Uh, it will be coming back next year for sure. Yeah? Now that everything's more sorted in my life, yes, I'll be back to doing a new Ham Jam. It will do, be happening.
0: Are you going to do a London one?
2: No, London, I think London already has one out here. I think I have to look into it. I think Fanshawe or some college or university out here does one. But I didn't participate in it this year because I think I just missed it. But
1: yeah, right on.
3: cool. I just looked look at looked it up. I was trying to see what you guys were talking about, and just just a tangent here. I just found there is a mod called Ham and Jam for um, <laughs> Half Life Two. <laughs> 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 I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's oh that's no! Sorry, I'll tell you
1: guys. <laughs> that's a pika. I don't. Uh, we, it's a family friendly podcast. Jeez, <laughs>
2: guys!
3: I'm very sorry about it, but it's like so weird. <laughs> let's, let's carry on. Let's carry on. Carry, carry on. Just blip me out. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a
0: I got a a Pikachu uh soundbite that I usually play over it. Oh, that is beautiful. I love it. It's <laughs> usually not the best edited thing
2: but <laughs> it's always a little late too. It's like <laughs> the swear word happens and then Pika happens. So that's the F-bomb. Fly. Perfect. It pika and pika. Yeah.
0: It's usually not. The, yeah. whatever. It's fine. It's not my day job. Yeah. Uh, we can go to news time. News, news, news. I news,
3: news. News. Hey. watch well, that's 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 your, your podcast.
0: That's <laughs> that's I think. Uh, wow. That was great. I, <laughs> uh, Three things this week. I guess four things actually. Trampanic Panic was one of them, but we uh, already talked a lot about it. But if you want to check out the trailer and stuff for Trampanic, Panic, you can do so on the on the website. Um, number one, where am I? Oh, there we are. Uh, number one, we got a new trailer for Debr- Debris. I don't think I wrote. It. We said we talked about this last week, so.
2: No, I mentioned
0: it, but you didn't put it up. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I called you on not having the. Yeah, I called trailer. you out on that where you were dropping the ball. Not dropping the ball. I just actually no. Actually, you're right. No, this one I did drop the ball. because it was like last month, wasn't it? Yeah, July was the off month, uh, but anyways, we talked about debris uh, already on this podcast a little bit. And uh, last podcast, friends of ours, uh, they'll be at the CNE as well um, next yeah. week. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and it's underwater scuba diving adventure game, I guess. Um, yeah. Yes, I don't know. Yeah. Does, like when I I played this uh, at the Game Dev Drinks like a year ago now, and it, mm-hmm. it didn't really have uh anything. It was, yeah, it was just kind of like point A to B. There wasn't like a lot. Um, is, do you know if there's like a story surrounding this or anything like that or like what the yeah
3: so we we know because we played it at calm Bravo we that's that's where we met uh, Tom Thomas, Brown. yeah and uh, it's a it's a lot like uh, soma
4: have uh, you guys ever played soma by Frictional uh, mm-hmm. games I believe or uh, physical like uh, it's people that made amnesia um, but anyway yeah uh, yeah it's like uh, an underwater sort of explore uh, you know exploration game but it's also has those horror elements into it mm-hmm. Um I we so they had a demo that was very much I guess like that, but it was like really polished and it looked really great. Um, and it I guess the I I can't really spoil it because I don't know much about it. But as far as I'm concerned, it just has to do with sort of alien tech in like this glacial cave system, and so it's sort of you know trying to explore what happened here during this sort of um, mining sort of thing that happened.
3: So the, yeah. the, the way they explained it to me uh, about the story in the world is that. Debris is this alien uh, material. I don't remember if it was technology or if it was a resource, but I think it's like one or the other that mm-hmm. it 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 fell from the sky and it it fell into the ocean. And you are part of a company who specializes in uh, retrieving debris. And you go there and things go awry. And it's like, oh, things go go crazy. And you gotta get out of there while also discovering some stuff that has been going on with your company the game the game the the fun part about it the, sorry more interesting not necessarily fun uh, mm. is that it's although when we pl- when you play it and you look at it it looks like a single player game they actually have a co-op version mm. of it yeah. uh they didn't have it set up there but they they told me about it and I was like no the, the game is you can play co-op one person is a diver and the other person plays a little like machine that goes around um and i was like oh god oh that's that is an interesting take uh especially when it comes to this type of game that feels atmospherically it feels like a horror game yeah right yeah. and uh one of the mechanics i really like in it is that uh
4: you know you only have a certain amount of air so you're not just free to explore for how long you know however long you have you have a certain amount of time to like get from point a to point b based on how much air you have left or how much oxygen you have left um and I think you actually play as a promotional, te- like a video team. I think that was you weren't minors. You, you, I think the idea was, you play as like a video, like like scuba divers trying to, take oh, a damn, video or something sorry like that. About that.
3: I don't know, but um, like no, documentarians? It, it looks, or yeah, like a documentarian. It looks yeah. great. Uh, I was I was very surprised about it. the game The game is running in Unity, and they have their own like custom. Mm. Uh, program they believe it was a shader that they're using but it's like it looks so nice yeah so
4: take a look at the trailer for debris and uh you know don't play, sp-
3: play the game to and play it, play the game just play the game in it, general. take
4: our word for it. It, it we had a lot of fun playing it at combra
3: also also tom <coughs> Brown was wearing a wetsuit for like a whole day there yeah, <laughs> like, changing, like, yeah that, that's dedication it right it. there it is a total dedication This game
1: looks amazing and also like my worst nightmare.
3: Yeah. It's all underwater, right?
1: Yeah, like just uh, the fact that a shark could just pull out of any corner or whatever just freaks me right out. It's probably like it looks like a good VR experience.
3: Let me let me add like something to your fears. It's not just underwater. I believe it's like, it lives, like deep sea underwater. Yeah, yeah. Where's where the deep freaky sea. stuff?
4: Is yeah, it's like aliens too, right? So it could just be like these really weird abominations. Like I don't even know. I never got that far, but who knows, right? So you might have to fight like an alien shark. Who who knows?
1: Hey man, we got enough alien stuff down there as yeah. <laughs> is. <laughs> the,
3: like, the place is already like another alien planet. Like of
1: <laughs> cool, man. This looks great. I'm excited for that.
3: Yeah, are, are you, uh,
0: Brent or Dan, are you guys going to the CME for, for this uh, next year? Katie went
1: yesterday, actually.
0: Oh, was she? Uh, definitely not. No? Um. No, I'm not even,
2: I'm not even in the area to get there. Yeah, mister, you got a license now, you can come and drive and, let's go. I'm looking at cars right now as we talk. Let's go to the X.
1: I might <laughs> try, I might try and make it out. I mean, are you going?
0: No, I won't. Well, I won't. I, we went yesterday. We might go another another day randomly, but we, I won't be able to make it for next weekend. Yeah, next
1: weekend I might go. Yeah, come on by and look
4: at all the games.
0: Uh, number two, Block Drop-Ins out uh, August 24th. <clears throat> so this is from the um, rocket ship Park uh, guys from in uh, mm-hmm. St. Catharines. Puzzle game that's on iOS. I, uh, I got the beta. It's a lot of fun. It's basically you're kind of... Uh, it's kind of like matching four and whatnot, but then at the same time you're also trying to like make Tetris lines blow it. Um, it's a lot of fun. I think it's going to be. It free. looks like fun. Yeah, I think it's going to be free to play and out uh, on iOS and iPad in a, in a couple of days. So by the time you listen to this podcast, it might be available. So check it out, block dropping.
2: Block drops on Droid soon because I would probably play the crap out of this game. Um, so sorry, who
1: made a rocket ship
0: park? Yeah, it's yep. it's uh, it's. It's Sean and I'm totally blanking oh. on the other guy's name. Yes, yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah,
1: he's awesome.
2: Yeah, you know the game looks looks really fun. He's also a big McCafferty
0: or whatever, right? Yeah, he's a big Blue Jays fan.
3: It looks very nice.
0: Uh, and Jim, Jim Jim Squires. Jim Squires. Is Squires. Yeah, he's yeah, he's great. like the like the marketer guy, and then Sean's like the developer guy. So. Uh, so that's coming out. Uh, it's not on the website yet, but I'm just going to give a shout out because I forgot to post it, but Bleed is coming to Xbox One and PS4 uh, on, next week, so check that out from Ian. Uh, I, I, I was just like looking at the PlayStation drop randomly, and the very top one is, is Bleed. I was like, oh mm. shit, well I obviously missed this. Um, so you can you can check that out. Not Bleed 2 though, so I gotta imagine Bleed 2 is, is, is coming down the, the pipe for that, but... I didn't write a story. I will write one by the time everyone's listening to this podcast. And was there another one? Yes, last one. Jamhammer Games uh, teases a new Schwip news coming this week. So this was kind of like a twin six shooter that's coming out for Xbox One. They talked about it in X- uh, 2015, and uh, they've been kind of silent since then. So the other day they tweeted out that uh, we can expect Schwip news coming soon. Sorry for the media blackout. We've been busy bees. Man, those particle effects look pretty dope. <coughs> Yeah, it always looked, like, super cool, but, and I remember, like, I wrote about this game, yeah, almost about two years ago, I think I, I think I posted it in in the actual news, 2000, July 8th, 2015 is when I first posted about it, and it was, Mm. it was, like, going to be an Xbox One game then, uh, I gotta imagine that Schwit News coming soon means that we'll get a release date, or maybe just, It looks cool. Yeah, so. Uh, probably even by the time you listen to this podcast, we might already know what this news is, but if not, you can just follow them at Jamhammer Games uh, on Twitter, and, uh, and we can wait and see. Word. Um, and that's it for the
1: news. I, I, don't recall talking about Conan O'Brien and Kate Upton playing Cuphead
0: last, uh, last week. Was that, that was, that wasn't last week, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Oh, was that a while ago? It just popped up. Yeah. yeah that was like July 22nd. I think that was, uh... uh that the There was a week where we didn't do a podcast for like three weeks, so when, when we came, oh, out, so I yeah. kind of like filtered out some of the things. But yeah, it wasn't, his like older stuff for the Clueless Gamer was a lot funnier. Um, the newer stuff, not, not I don't know, not as funny, I don't know, but like the the one he did for like Tomb Raider and, and Smash Brothers and stuff. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> the, Smash, <laughs> the Smash Brothers one especially was, was really, really funny, like I, I kind of just go back to that every now and then just to watch it. Um but the the Runbow one, or sorry, the the um, cuphead one wasn't wasn't as funny, so I didn't. Eh, whatever. Yeah, mm. was just trying Still, to just with explosion. Kate Upton
4: the whole time. I think.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's huge that he got the game. Like that. I, I, I don't. That game <laughs> is like. Oh my
1: goodness, man! That's gonna.
0: I don't know that's how many. I don't know how many indie games he's done because usually it's like Final Fantasy fifteen and and like really big games. Yeah, I think so. zero is the answer.
3: <laughs> Maybe. No, that was yeah. And then like Cub cup Hat to me is this mythical creature that like, I like I would I do not believe it exists until it is in my hand. As like it's reached that level, my heart has been broken so many times about it. <laughs> it's
0: it's right. coming out like it's
3: next month, isn't it? It's like it's I soon. I just I don't believe you unless like it's in front of me in my head and I'm playing it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> that's that's the state it is to me right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's so it's such a cool game because it's it's coming from the minds of of legit. Trained animators who did animation like classical animation and stuff, you know, it's not like it wasn't game designers that came up with it It was animators that came up with this this concept that they really wanted it to be inspired by those old like Steamboat Willie style cartoons Man, it's like mm-hmm. they just knock that like in terms of the visuals. It's like unparalleled like there's nothing out there like it mm.
3: it's, like, it's it's stunning like the way it yeah. is and it's it's a, a test like I I look at it and it's like this this is great because it is another amazing game that just goes to show that you know style and direction beats realism. Like, this game looks so much better in my in my personal opinion of course uh i just I just love games like this that have like that awesome style to them yeah. it stands
4: out for sure
0: definitely i really, I always yeah. enjoy like a good art style um. I do like the realistic games though, but I also think like realism is is part is like an art style. Uh, as <laughs> well. Like I'm playing I'm playing Hellblade right now and that what has that? Like, Oh, it's it's really really freaking good. It's <clears throat> you have to like I'm not usually one, I was kind of joking with uh, with with people on Twitter, like I'm not usually one to kind of put the headphones on and, and get in the zone of a game mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, But for this, like you really have to, cause there's so many like voices that are just like whispering to you and shit that you kind of want to like take it all in. So I was playing, uh, when was that? Friday night? Like the, the, you know, I had the lights off and it was dark outside and I had the headphones on and shit. And it's super, super scary and just like really, really creepy. And, and, uh, kind of the atmosphere and the art and the art behind it because there's a lot of like shit floating around in the game too um it's just so well done <clears throat> and I'm, I'm really really enjoying it i just haven't had a chance to kind of just i feel like you know in a, in a different dimension where I'm, I'm not working and have a bunch of million things to do i i just played that game in one sitting and just crushed it and uh i wish i i wish i kind of did that i wish i waited for a moment where i had like five hours to just like crush a game um is that what it takes apparently apparently it's like six or seven hours uh i'm trying to like there's a trophy to get all the like lore stones um so i think i'm taking my time a bit more with some things just Mm -hmm. trying to find those uh but i have heard yeah it's anywhere from like six to eight hours so it's it's definitely not a a super long game um and i'm maybe three maybe like yeah i'm about halfway into it i would say Um, but it's, it's, it's damn good. So I gotta be saying Cuphead is like a super gorgeous game, but I also, I do enjoy, uh, like super realistic games too. Like Horizon was another recent one too that had like a mix of realism, but then like these giant robot dinosaurs.
3: See, (laughs) see, there you go. There, there is the reason. Like there's, I I need, I need a console for that. Like I gotta play those games. Beautiful. Horizon (laughs) was was great. great. I
1: loved, I loved Horizon. That was, that was so much fun.
0: Yeah.
3: I just, I just took one look at it and I was like, ah, No. Um, uh, I need it. What about uh,
0: I? I forgot who said they were a Dark Souls fan, but there's Bloodborne it, on the PS Four too. Is that, oh okay, okay.
3: I know. <laughs> it, it, cause I want to buy a PS Four just for Bloodborne. I was like, the moment that Bloodborne, like, okay, here's my entire reason for getting the PS Four. Yeah,
0: Bloodborne is I. That's a game that I haven't been yet. I just kind of keep going back and just trying to like, you know, inch a little bit further, and I, I usually keep failing. I'm like I think I'm I think I'm in the like last area though. I'm I'm very close to the end. I just haven't uh I just haven't I just haven't done the final final stretch I guess. Um actually let's let's talk about the games that we've been kinda of playing recently. Uh I'm sure like Tiny Rails and and Trampanic's gonna come up a lot. But, but but Dan, did you get a chance to play any games this week?
1: Um yeah, what did I play? i I went back and I finally um beat Gone Home in one sitting. Nice. Um, I think, um, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I played it when it came out, because in my opinion, you know, games like Edith Finch and stuff have really taken that whole thing to a new level. So I played Edith Finch like a couple weeks back and going back to Gone Home was kind of like, kind of like going back to Limbo if you played inside, you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. just, it was, it was just really good. And then going back to Gone Home was kind of like, yeah, this was good. Yeah.
0: You
1: know? Um me and Katie started playing Overcooked together.
0: Oh, nice. how is that?
1: <laughs> it is addicting as sin. Yeah.
3: So good.
1: it's so, so good. addicting, dude. And we won't we won't move on to another level unless we've three starred the one we're currently at and we're yeah. like crushing it. And it's it's the first game where she's actually really, really just dove in like headfirst and was just like, This is a lot of fun, you know? She's right into it, and as a matter of fact, like one of her cousins, Holly, who who also was totally not a gamer, came over mm-hmm. and she asked her if she wanted to play. it. I was like, "That's like I think that's the first time that ever happened." <laughs> and and we were just like, "Yeah, let's let's play." So me and Katie shared a controller because you can split the controllers, mm-hmm. and um, she, Holly used the other controller. And within half an hour, she was totally hooked, and she made her boyfriend get it on Xbox so they could play it together. <laughs> that's cool. How did so How and does like,
0: splitting the controller work? It,
1: well, basically, instead of X being to pick up and square being to chop, and uh, and um, circle being to dash, you, um, pushing down the stick is to dash, and L1 would be to pick up, and L2 would be to chop. Right. And so, you know, the mirror image on the other side.
0: So what, I'm just looking up on the PlayStation sorry now, because I've heard a lot about this game, and... and, and... I kind of, just last night, actually, Heather and I were just like, what co-op games do we have?
1: That, honestly, man, Overcooked, I just wish there was more stuff like it now, because after playing that one with Katie, it, it, we, like, I watched videos of it, and I was like, yeah, this looks kind of like it could be fun, but when you finally sit down and play it, you're like, oh, now I get why everybody talks about this so much.
0: Yeah. What, uh, what edition do you have? Because I see there's just, like, Overcooked, Overcooked Gourmet Edition, and Overcooked Holiday Bundle, so I don't know. Get the Overcooked
1: Gourmet Edition and then the Festive thing, which is the Holiday Bundle, what you get extra, is just a little extra DLC, that's free. So okay, okay. just get the Gourmet Edition and then download the Festive Bundle for free. Festive Seasoning or something it's called.
3: I'm actually, I'm, I'm curious because you're talking about you wanted more stuff like Overcooked. Uh, what, what is it you're talking about? Is it like local co-op, uh, that style of like you're trying to help each other manage stuff?
1: It? Yeah, like something local co-op where you really have to communicate, you really have to be verbal, You um, stuff that the time management thing really helps, you know, more jobs than there are people to do the jobs, you know, like once you find out that I got to wash these plates too, I got uh, somebody's yeah. got to take time <laughs> to go and grab the plates and wash them and then return them to a counter so that somebody can plate mm-hmm. this thing or whatever, like, it really hit a very good balance and then once you start getting to the levels where platforms are moving and yeah. and lava and other and ones where you have to trigger um, pads for sliding doors to allow you the other player to get into new rooms and stuff like it's 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 like co-op max it's co-op on acid it's like really a lot of fun it's just they struck a really great balance with it.
4: we played a lot of overcooked uh, you, you over guys here. played it yeah so. Um, we even try to make a game based off Overcooked. That is no big deal, but like,
3: uh, game was fun. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> like, oh, we loved Overcooked here, and like, yeah, the same thing. We try to get it all the stars we can. Um, but it's also cool because once you start playing, you know what you're doing. You almost take roles. You're like, all mm. right, I'm gonna wash the dishes. Mm. You know, you cook the burgers. You start chopping the vegetables and you know, bring them from here to here. And yeah, like it's crazy how many levels there are, and it's still like the core gameplay is
3: still there. It's it's awesome. Mm. Um, yeah. they, they, they dropped me on a level once. I was like, hey guys, can I play? You I like, sure? And they dropped me on a level. Never played Overcooked before, and I was like, I don't know what I'm. Doing. Yeah. What's it on? Like, get the carrots. Okay, I'm getting the carrots. No, I'm like, chop the... Okay, I watched them. The, and we got, like, I think, like, one star, and they were yelling at me. like, you can drop me, like, in the Whoa. middle of the game. <laughs> just, everything it, about it was, like, is... I've never played it before. <laughs> but, everything but, like, about uh, it is so uh, well-balanced, man. It's uh, just, uh,
1: like, uh, crazy. Go ahead, sorry.
3: Sorry, uh, I was joking aside. Um, the, the reason I was asking that is, have you ever played uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time? Oh, yeah. And if you have, what's your opinion on it? Tronabelt. Yeah. Tronabelt.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah no me and Katie are playing through that as well. we got we finished Ursa major like a couple weeks ago and we're halfway through the second uh, sort of star system thing now um, and I really like it. I mean it, is, is, it's not overcooked, but it's 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 a similar thing in that there are more jobs than there are people to do them. And the one thing that and the time management is different the time management is not a, like this pot is about to overcook or I don't have any plates to plate this dish, it's, it's like enemies are approaching and, and whatnot. And it's, it, it's good. It, it, I kind of, we're playing it. I mean, because Katie's not really a, a gamer, so we're playing it on easy. So I'm not, I'm not really getting that sense of urgency because our health bar is like rarely less than, you know, we've barely lost 25% of our health bar at the worst. So there's not that much urgency in how we're playing it at the moment. But, um, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Okay. You know, I would say, you know, aside from Overcooked, in terms of co-op games, we've had the most fun with Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Um, and then Portal 2, which, yeah. you know, that's a whole different thing. You know, the the 3D thing is a whole different thing for, like, Katie. She can't really, um, you know, grasp that right now. It's it's pretty difficult uh, for someone who's never played, you know, being able to move in that sort of Z dimension and look up and down and stuff. It's a whole different thing. So, um Although that one, as a, as far as a co-op game goes, is just a ton of fun as well.
3: I try, I try getting my mom to play uh, Portal One because I thought, wait, she loves puzzles and she loves science, so mm. this is gonna work. I was like, oh god, no! <laughs> no, I forgot, yeah. I forgot Z axes and reflexes. Was, yeah. uh, it's not gonna work. Totally. Hmm.
1: So, yeah, no, that, so I guess that, those are the two games, was it, uh, was there anything else? Oh, yeah, I I picked up Rocket League last night.
4: Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. I play Rocket League a lot. How, what do you think of it?
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I knew it was going to be fun, you know, people have talked about it for years, and I was just like, yeah, this is going to be great, but I'm not generally into sports games or whatever, but. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it, it's awesome. I'm just playing, you know, one v one right now, and then just uh, played a couple of exhibition games, and I started a season, and I'm like undefeated, seven and zero right now, which feels pretty good. Um, but it's like tons of customization. Uh, it, have you played it, Steve?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a PlayStation Plus game a while ago, so I played it when it first came out. Because um, like trophies pop all
1: over the place in that thing, so I was like, oh, this is this would give you know.
0: it's It's pretty easy platinum i haven't gotten it yet though but because i just i didn't get into it as much as other people did i liked it for sure i had a friend that i was playing it with and then he got the platinum and and bailed on the game so when Mm -hmm. that happened i kind of just stopped playing myself so i didn't uh i wasn't as crazy for rocket league as like the whole world has gone because that game is just on a whole it's it's kind of become a a whole cultural thing yeah yeah people like just love it and some I know people are excited for like the switch version and stuff like that be kind of a cool portable game um but yeah I I think I got like most of the trophies not all of them I was looking at the overcooked trophies and it doesn't have platinum sadly yeah
1: yeah Mm -hmm. um but yeah I mean I just picked it up because I, I again overcooked gone home and rocket league are all games that are just people been losing their mind over for a long time they never really got around to so that's what I did this week
0: nice uh, Brett yo you've been quiet most of the episode
2: well you know that's car shopping man yeah. and,
0: and I am car shopping so well, yeah well Carrie what are you looking up right now what what's I was looking at a Mazda three oh. is it oh, Hello.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
2: There's a couple cars I'm like, got my eyes on. I'm just like debating if I can fit in them.
0: <laughs> you should get a rocket.
2: You should get a Rocket League car. Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to play the Rocket League quite a bit. It's just a game that I come back to every now and then. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I used to play pretty hard hardcore, and then I was like, I'm too good at this game.
4: Oh, <coughs> so look at you, man! Oh, that's a. Is that a challenge?
1: Uh, I haven't been beaten in a while, so. Those oh. flying ones where you have to, like, adjust your pitch and then do the boost and, like, fly in the air, man, like, that is, I have not got that technique down.
2: Yeah, that, that uh, I remember the first time someone did that to me, and I was like, what, you can do this? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, then I started, like, working on figuring out how to master that, because, like, as soon as this dude just lifted off in the air, I'm like, oh my god, next level, so... Yeah, it's a good game. I I enjoy it.
0: I, have, uh, I was actually
2: playing it like a couple weeks ago. Actually,
0: I'm missing collect all items, drive a total of 500 kilometers, unlock all battle cars, and make 20 saves. So those are the only four I need for the platinum. So I should really actually yeah, I'm going to download that today. I should really get back to that. Just finish that shit up. Finish no, it. we should play together a little bit, man. There's been so much DLC for this game. Holy shit! Uh, all yeah. DLC. It's like just prime for DLC, DLC that DLC, that game. Awesome.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm down, Dan. We should, yeah, we'll talk after, then Um, (laughs) Brett, what have you been, what have you been playing? Nothing. Nothing?
2: Yeah, I've just been working, man. It's really all I've been doing. It's been that month of where it's just been work. Work, work, work. I'm looking forward
1: to September when I can actually
2: not work as hard as I'm working and just play games again.
1: And we'll switch roles. By then, I'll be so busy that I'm going to not be playing any games. And then Brett will have games to talk about.
2: Yeah, I'll be back to playing games. I'm probably going to pick up that Overcooked. I've been
1: looking at it for quite a while now. So. Oh, it's it's great. Just do it. It's like videos yeah. and, and people hyping it up just don't do it justice. You just got to play it.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I got to get back into it. I do miss playing
2: games right now. <laughs> it used to be so much fun.
0: How? Yeah,
1: I went through that period. Remember when I was working on the show? Yeah. We were- Hardcore, yeah. Every okay. every week
0: it was like, oh, well, damn, what games have you been playing? And he was like, oh, well, I managed to sit on the toilet for ten minutes this week. Play. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just, it's just the, that life when you, you know, you're when you make games for a living. <laughs> oh,
0: That's fair. Speaking of which, uh, Gil or Sean, other than Train Panic and and ramping up for Cine, have you guys managed to play uh, any other games we haven't discussed this so far?
3: Well, like I mentioned, I was uh, I was playing. Uh, Doom, and I, I completed that. I, I have a I have a special thing like when it, when it comes to Doom because um wh- when I started playing games like the first game I, I ever played was Doom Two. I was five years old, and my, my dad was the one that introduced me to games,
0: mm-hmm. much
3: to my mother's uh, panic because I'm five and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm exploding <laughs> demons. <laughs> yeah, Doom's <laughs> a
0: serious game for a five year old.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like my, my dad would mostly play it for me. Because I, I I couldn't like move properly and was, coordination was horrible, um, but but then I was when I saw Doom I was like oh I, I really wanted to play this, um, I I dedicated to do the hundred percent and this this thing with my dad because my, my dad passed away when I was younger, um, so now when I play games like Doom and Quake I'm mm. like I, it's a, it's a connection to him, yep. so I, I played it and I was just so excited the whole time. Even uh, when uh, I was like, okay, there's, this is super hard, but I was still like, this is super cool. At the same time, I, I'm gonna try today actually to get the ultra nightmare. Um, uh, oh, sorry, the ultra nightmare. Um, the difficulty oh or whatever? No, no. What's what's the word? Um, prize uh, achievement. Thanks. The, there's a there's an achievement that is beating the first the first level. Oh, that's right. The yes. Yeah. An ultra nightmare.
0: Let, well, me know how the, like, let me know how that is, because I've heard it's kind of ridiculous.
3: Yeah, so, so I was like, ah, it's, it's going to be, like, not too crazy. It's just the first level. That's kind of weird. Normally, they'd be, like, play the entire game on the difficulty, right? I'm, I'm thinking of other games that have difficulty achievements, and they normally do, like, beat the level on, like, be, the entire game on easy, normal, hard, very cool. hard nightmare. So I thought it was weird. And then I, I started a new slot, and I was I went to the difficulty Ultra Nightmare, and I read what it entailed. So Ultra Nightmare, you can only save the game after you beat a level. When you die, you lose everything. you got to start the level again. Uh, you get a marker that indicates where you died. So it becomes this almost like Dark Souls feel- feeling of like playing the level. You're running around and you see everyone's like little plaque of mm-hmm. wh- where they died. Mm-hmm. And the guys just do so much damage and you heal so little. I picked up one of the health packs that normally give you, like, five, and I got one health. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this, <laughs> this this is going to be for real. I touched mm. it twice, and I lost it. And um, <laughs> other than that, I've been playing Magikarp Jump on my phone a lot. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: I was really deep into that. I think I got, I got to the very end um, of it, and when you're just doing the, like, the three kind of uh, um, I forget what they call it. like I got all the badges and stuff like that. I think I'm so just like, like
3: the equivalent of the Elite Four.
0: Right? Yeah. Did they did they patch in the Elite Four? I thought they were actually gonna have like kind of a no. I'm I'm in like
3: the luxury league. Still. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah
0: yeah. I'm
3: like a level if I level up once I should be able to finish it. I I got to the very last guy and he's, like four million jumping points hired him. It's like
0: God I'm so close, so close
3: <laughs> um and uh played a little bit of Miracle Merchant. Uh, one of our friends like showed it to me. I was like, oh my God, that art set looks so good. And I got it. And it's, it's, it's really, it's a really fun card game, uh, in a way, which I thought was, was kind of interesting is that, uh, you, you have to make potions for people to come by and they'll ask you for specific things and say, I want to, I want a yellow potion, mm-hmm. but if you can throw in some red in there and you got four decks, red, blue, yellow, and green, and you got to combine four cards to make a potion. And but you but have a limited amount of those cards. So if you want to like start using cards that you know these people want to, like want to have but not really need, then you're losing some cards that later down the line someone will be like, Hey I want a red potion and you got red cards. So it's this interesting like puzzle card game to mm-hmm. play. Nice.
1: Oh, this looks like uh, I'm. I'm not really one for card games very much, but um, looking at this now, this looks like one that uh, I could get into.
3: Yeah, and it's um you you it's also have some magical
1: miracle merchant
3: miracle cool. merchant. It's for uh for Android and iOS.
1: Nice.
3: And uh, they uh you also have like negative cards that deduct points, but some people will ask for those. They'll be like, "I want a, I want a black potion." Like, oh, okay. Uh, and you gotta. Do crazy combos because you're throwing a card that's giving you minus three points, but you got to get more points than that so you you don't lose. It's like it's 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 super fast. Like you you play like a an entire deck of hands, like in I don't know, like ten minutes. No, really? Even less. I mean, if you if you play very fast, I don't. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, what about you, Sean?
4: Um, I mean, like you know, uh. He's looking through his themes, yeah, there. sorry
1: <laughs>
4: no, it's just, oh, man. no um I think the most recent game I've been playing is this is the police, which is kind of this fun little um I guess a strategy narrative heavy game yes, the idea is that you're the police chief of the city and you there's all these crimes happening in the city and you have to like um you have a roster of like uh, police officers that you have to send you know to and fro and you know, they're, you have to worry about sort of you know, how dangerous these crimes can be, you know, whether to send in SWATs, uh, some crimes are false alarms, that type of thing. But meanwhile, there's this heavy background narrative of like a lot of sort of, um, you know, there's corruption, corruption and uh, organized crime going on that you have to deal with. Um, you know, you have to sort of appease the mayor of the city and all that. It's a really fascinating game and it has a really interesting art style. <clears throat> and the game plays like it has like this jazz soundtrack to it that you can just. It really feels so like good. a cop drama game. It's really mm-hmm. great.
3: It, when you when you switch, if you want to switch, the soundtrack is literally you go to the to the record player yeah, yeah, record and it takes out a vinyl and puts it on. Yeah, it's, oh, it's cool. so Nice.
1: What uh, what era do you know? What era it's in? Era?
4: Is? Uh, it's pretty modern. I mean, like um. Uh, era of jazz, do you mean? No, like,
1: like era is the, the uh, this is police set in. You know how, like, uh, the yeah. 40s for uh, L.A. Well, noir not, or whatever?
4: It's not old. I would say it's pretty, it's pretty modern, I would say. I think it would be like 90s, actually. The right? 90s?
3: Because yeah, yeah, people yeah. don't
4: have cell phones. Yeah, there. that's right. Because uh, one of the later bits is you switch from vinyl to actually uh, cassettes.
1: So oh, interesting. So
3: maybe like 80s to 90s or so.
1: Yeah, 80s to 90s.
3: Cool. Yeah. And uh, also, the the main character is voiced by uh, the voice actor from Duke Nukem. Oh, nice!
1: Yeah, yes, right, I yeah. got I got
3: confirmation on that. I was like, What am I crazy? Am I crazy?" And I looked it up, and was like, "No, I'm right. It's the same guy." I saw
1: this <laughs> game on PS4 the other day. I was thinking about maybe picking it up.
3: Yeah, it's really uh, it's really cool. And like, I've been
4: playing for it says 19 hours here. So, and it's cool. I'm still not done. So, yeah. it's a pretty long game, and it's uh, it's pretty good. I it's, think you it's, get a lot of bang for your buck if you get it. It's a, it's an interesting management. Oh, I get it. From what I saw. get it, bro. Get yeah, yes, I do. Thank <laughs> you. Um, other than that, looking through my list here, um, I guess I've just been busy. The only other Overwatch. game I think is I'll always... Yeah, Overwatch, actually. I play <laughs> a lot of Overwatch. Uh, but, I mean, it, much like Rocket League and Overcooked and stuff, it's a game no one really shuts yeah.
1: up. Right? Yeah, you can just pick it up and play play it for yeah. a bit and put it down and not have to worry about... Like, it sucked into a narrative or anything.
2: I might pick up this game, the police one, because I've been actually looking at it off and on. And now that someone's actually said it's good.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. The thing about Overwatch is I got it when it first came out, much like everyone else did. I played for a bit, and I was like, oh, it's a super competitive first person. You just have to have the best aim, and you win. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, I don't like it. But then uh, Classmates started to play it, and it's way more fun when you play it with friends, and you're all yeah. on the same team, like, and that's, so every time I try to play it alone, I'm like, this sucks, but yeah. when I'm playing with friends, and I'm just like, I'm having a really
2: good time, this is great, so, I'm yeah, I retired from that game, yeah, probably for the best, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I keep my eyes on it, and this still doesn't seem like it's a dope game at all, like, I've been playing it for a while, and same thing though. Like, I enjoyed playing it with my friends more so than just joining random people and trying to win with them. Yeah, yeah, um, it's just way more, way more with friend, fun with friends. But yeah. yeah, the game that game has a serious problem, <laughs> and I just, just don't think they'll ever fix it. I, th-
3: so. I think I think it's it's kind of um it's kind of sad that the game itself, uh, like to, to you guys, it, it, it is not. So appealing that you can play it on, on your own. You, mm-hmm. you need to have your friends to to add the value to it. Yeah um, Which is like it's on, on one side It's probably what it was intended to be like like this is supposed to be a game that you're, you're playing with with other people mm-hmm. uh, Rather than trying to be the individual best player. Yeah, you're trying to be a best team uh, but on the other hand it's like well what if uh, I just wanna try to improve my my own skills and I wanna like try with other people and maybe even connect to other people online, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the thing that I have with these these type of games. It's the reason why I don't play like League of Legends and then Dota 2 anymore. Mm-hmm. I was just like I'm I'm not I'm not happy. I'm happier playing Dark Souls than I'm happier playing this. I, yeah. used, to play, I used to play League of Legends
4: like since high school. So mm-hmm. like years. And I always played with friends. If I played by myself, I would. If you suck, you're you're, you're called. You know, the community can be really toxic, right? And the same yeah. thing happens in Overwatch, right? But if you're playing with friends, you don't have
2: to worry about how bad you are, as long as you and your
4: friends are having a
2: good time. That's yeah. all that matters.
4: Yeah, I always
2: laugh because like the Overwatch community thinks they're the best community. I'm kind of like, are you guys crazy?
3: <laughs> Every
2: community thinks
3: they're the best community.
2: Yeah. Oh
4: man, I remember when Heroes and New Earth was out. They thought they were like. The, the the OG like community of MOBAs, they're like, oh yeah, we're we're the real deal, and it's like, shut up,
1: you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they
4: got, they got I'm salty about them. Let's just say, it. I played they like
1: just got real. <laughs> I played <a> League <laughs> of Heroes
4: and and I was just like,
3: well, back to League where people are uh, oddly enough nicer. Okay, Sean Sha- 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 is the he's the the, rep- the the living representation of the bitter t- of the bitter. Uh, Bren. Yeah, I came up with the <laughs> name. <laughs> 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 yeah. let, let me ask you guys, what about uh, West of Lothian? Lothan, I can't say that word, probably. Uh, the game you're playing, at least? I, I, I've so been watching I've been watching it because it's. I want I, to I, I get it, but it's so much fun. So, what's it called? West of what? West of Lothian. West of Lothian. I haven't yeah. heard of that one. What, you never, West have you ever heard Lothan? of uh, Kingdom of Lothian? Kingdom oh. of Oh! Oh, so I, I got I got some OG stories. There you go. Yeah, go ahead. So 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 KOL was this web based RPG that you you you're familiar with the term coder art, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's really bad art for for the people listening that aren't familiar with it. It's it's really bad art that's supposed to be there because you need a visual for the thing. But like the, the artist will come in and make it pretty. The whole game is made with Stickman... Um, Coder art—that's Th- what it was. And it was a uh, it was a web-based game, crazy, uh, very very archaic RPG. But everybody loved it. Everybody who loved a lot of text and quirky humor. The writing of it was really weird. I mean, you had the the sorcerer, which was the guy that sorcerer people. <laughs> um, and then they made a new one called West of Lothan, That it's on Steam and it's not web-based text uh, only anymore. It's got animation and movement and exploration and there's, like, turn combat and everything. And it's this story about your character who wants to venture out west and create a life of their own around the time when the cows came home. Um, and it's a very, very dangerous time for the west. And you're going around. But it's it's not a west western, like, shooting game. It's an RPG. Mm. So you're going around and your stats and everything. but it, But it's all filled with this crazy funny charm to it you, you don't got you don't have like strength and intelligence and charisma you got muscle and moxie and you got grit and gumption and app foxing and you learn the gobbling tongue and you you are <laughs> a beanslinger or a cow puncher and it's fueled with this incredible charm and the the reason it, 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 i i i'm looking at it uh i haven't played it because i'm i'm a little bit out of um, gaming funds for the moment, so I'm, I'm saving up for the next one, but that's my next purchase, hmm. is that all, all the games that I've seen that that try to go for that type of humor, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the thing that ends up falling flat is that after a while, it's repetitive. You start seeing like the same jokes over and over, and they like, oh, okay, now you are now you lose the joke. Yep. But I've, I've been watching, I think I've seen like four or five hours of it already, and no joke has been repeated uh, same, I, I've seen like very unique jokes and very clever writing, um, nice. and I'm like, wow, this there's there's a reason. You look at the game, you think, well, this this game mustn't have been like a lot of work. Like, no, if you consider just the writing alone, that's that's a huge undertaking. If you try to make everything unique all the time, mm-hmm. um, there are some themes that are are repeated, but overall, there's there's hasn't been like the same knock knock joke uh, overall. And they—they aren't—they just look like very clever. It's like wow, that's very interesting. Also, you can be a freaking bean slinger. Throw <laughs> beans at It's the wizard class in the game. It's all based <laughs> around Kingdom. beans. Kingdom,
1: Kingdom of Loathing. I'm and just looking. Rest at, of Loathing.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm just like looking it up. I I found the Steam page and like the Wikipedia page and stuff. So I'm just reading it because I, I I've never heard of these games. Um,
3: like, hmm. the the Kingdom of Loathing was uh my my coding professor told us about as I. Was like, look at this game. It's like, well, what do you want us to look at this game? Well, just look at what you can do, even if you don't know art. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people in the class were they like, yeah, but only games that look good. So well. just, no, look at this. Like a lot of people love this game. Look like, at a lot. All, and it had like, um, he showed us a number of the amount of people who were playing it. And it was, it was a demon cows. And it was, uh, I, I, it was just this thing that came out all of a sudden in the West of Lowe's, And I was like, holy cow, this, this thing that I heard about back in 2000 and 11 is is back with, with a new taste it looks nice
0: yeah there's there's six classes on the kingdom of loathing you can be a seal clubber turtle tamer pasta mancer sauce saucerer disco bandit and accordion thief <laughs> yeah i'm gonna check this out actually. I, i'm
3: telling you man you would love these games <laughs> so ridiculous.
0: <laughs> check this out. Um, that's probably a good place to end, actually, because we're kind of running a little bit longer than normal. But that's good. So Word. make sure you check out Tram Panic. Uh, it's coming September, and it'll be at the CNE next week. Uh, you could follow the guys on Twitter. I forget your Twitter name right
3: now. It's uh, a. Tra- I, I had to do it a long way. It's Tram underline Panic underline Game. Uh, we also have a Facebook page you can check out. And uh, talk to us there, and as as questions, and we we post art gifts and sometimes jokes. Yes. Awesome. Perfect. And uh, if you want
0: to follow Brett and all his adventures, you can do so at Brett Miser on Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, and our boy Dan. Is that composing Dan on Twitter?
1: Did I tweet anything this week?
0: Uh, you had probably, a studio, probably not. You had a studio tour.
1: Oh yeah, that was really cool. But nobody who's into games would probably be interested. So, <laughs> give, give the tour of the week to to the guys, man. Yeah, that's true. They killed it today.
0: Tram underscore panic underscore game. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, if you wanna follow us individually
4: on Twitter, it's Cappuccino Gill. Yeah, Cappuccino and, uh I'm uh, Shramper on Twitter.
1: I just follow Cappuccino Gil at Like a little Shramper.
3: Yeah, yeah. Shramper. So it's Did, like shrimp with I, a name. I do not. I uh, I do not. Apologize for the the things that that I post there. I just post a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah. Sometimes game related stuff that is like relevant, but a lot of like dumb thoughts. Like what if what if uh what if I made sauce but I added syrup to it? Oh, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise
4: I post just like pixel art stuff and other game dev relay things as well as work I do on Trampanic. So if you're interested
0: in that, go ahead and follow me there. It's a tweet of the week It goes: uh, We've been away, for, or we've been away for a while, but silence no more. Trampanic confirmed for the CNE Gaming Garage at the Let's Go to the X. Super excited! Oh uh, yeah. yeah, boom! Right, boom. Uh, and you can uh, follow Toronto Game Devs on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, all that stuff. Basically, just Google Toronto Game Devs, uh, and I, I actually did like a deep googling the other day. I went to like page like twenty-five um, by just searching Toronto Game Devs, and it's kind of like crazy just how much shit pops up, but. Uh, there's we're on Twitter on Facebook of course the website patreon.com slash tronagamedes if you want to get the podcast early and all those good stuff and we'll see you next week and thanks uh, again to, to Sean and, and Gail for, for joining yeah, us yeah great job
3: guys that was awesome
0: yeah. thank, thank you, you. Was... It,
3: was, it was a great time being here it was a pleasure gentlemen <laughs> cool <laughs> <laughs>